on the dogs of Chansey and Chi, and my God, the last hour, two hours, uh, we've got we've got a schedule. <laughs> we've got a schedule. We have hope, my friend. I, I can't have, believe it. I, the last uh, it even made me tweet. I haven't tweeted in, in a long time. I tweeted, but I was just yeah. like, I was just like, you know, I had already repressed my emotions. And have just I had just over every day I have to wake up and just say, you have to prepare for no college football. Like I just had to tell myself every day when I got up, like you can't you can't get your hopes up for this. And then today has just been a whirlwind here this last couple hours, and and, and all that's gone out the window because now my hopes are through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, we both had very different philosophies on that because I woke up every day thinking. I'm not thinking about a damn thing to do with college football today because I knew that I wouldn't be able to make it through the rest of the day without, you know, if I, if I thought that thing, I mean, first thought, woo, no way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a glimmer of hope here and uh, Greg Sankey, I mean, we're going to get into the, to the schedule later, but Greg Sankey keeps on saying he's doing like the coach. He's doing commissioner speak right now is what he's doing. You know how Kirby would just like, you know, move around, navigate through all the media message. I mean, questions all the time. Greg Sankey's doing the same thing. He's just giving them everybody, hey, yeah, this is where we're at right now. We'll see where it is. We'll reevaluate, um, which is, you know, a little scary. I kind of wish we would just put our foot in the ground, but you, you kind of can't do that with the situation. It's a little bit too fluid, as they say. Well, the fact that we're even looking at anything that has dates on it uh, farther than two weeks out is very uncommon yeah. for this day and age so uh this is this is this is pretty awesome so we uh this is probably the fastest we've ever responded <laughs> to do to any to big news, news. <laughs> it's yeah. also like the best luck we've ever had i mean obviously we knew it was planned uh you know as a i guess what did they say like was it saturday or, or was it yesterday that they said hey we're gonna release it on monday or whatever and i think every uh Everybody in the, in the entire southeastern area of the United States was like tuned in. <laughs> Let's go. But uh, yeah, I know. I agree, man. I just having something to to give you a little glimmer of hope with some dates on it's pretty nice. Well, let's uh, let's burn through some of this news and, uh, and and so that we can get to the to the main event. But uh, there has been some recruiting news. So do you want to, as our recruiter extraordinaire, give us a give us a rundown? Yeah, we got our second edition of the quarantine crouton. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty interesting here moving forward because, uh, as a lot of people, and, and we'll get into here in a minute, but <clears throat> as you probably all know, the big 10, um, and the PAC 12 had decided to cancel all fall sports, uh, which is going to make, especially with places like Ohio state and Michigan, what, what are these recruits, these future recruits going to do? So we're starting to see actually some response, excuse me, from some of these 2020, 20, uh, 22 get kids or 2023 which is crazy to think but yeah 20 so the current class coming in or excuse me that will be uh coming in next year is the 2021 class so we're talking kids like two two years down the road three years down the road uh you're starting to see some of them have chatter about hey I, why in the world would i go to some school up in the big 10 where they're you know not listening to these kids who want to play football so it's been really interesting to see uh, some of the response there uh, just real quick, we've got three commits um, so far in the month of August, and like you were talking about, man, we're just we're right here, right past some of these big news. This big news that has come out, and uh, one of them is actually we got a commit as of uh, like 15 minutes ago, I think, 
that a uh, kid named uh, Javon Bullard, who is from Milledgeville, Georgia. That's right. Baldwin High School, three-star cornerback. I can guarantee you he's not a plan A guy or a plan, maybe not even a plan B guy, but he might be a plan C guy. So I, I hope that's not bad, uh, bad omen for the rest of the class, but pretty cool to have a Milledgeville guy getting recruited to the University of Georgia. I think he, he might be the first one ever uh, from Baldwin High School. Uh, so I guess I'm kind of excited about that just because he's from my hometown. Uh, otherwise, everybody is excited about four-star tight end Brock Bowers from California. He committed, uh, I think, a little over a week ago. Kind of a, like, not very uh, a, a boisterous, uh, recru- I mean, excuse me, a commitment. I think he just kind of out on a whim, just like released a picture, you know, had an edit put together, and that was that. So yeah, I think he's very, he's very businesslike, which is awesome, and he's he's a, a extremely talented player. And then uh, last, uh, we have three-star offensive lineman from North Carolina, Jared Wilson, committed. He actually decommitted from UNC. Uh, he was committed to Georgia. I think whenever Sam Pittman left, he decommitted, committed to UNC, and has since decommitted from UNC and committed back to the Dogs. So who knows what where that kid's going to end up being? But um, you know, excited to have him. I mean, we just need something, something that we can some momentum to, uh, going into the season, especially uh, for for recruitment purposes. Well, I um, think I think good. I, I was going to say I think the what we're talking about with this news of having a schedule and, and what this season actually is going to look like, uh, that, that's going to play into this, man. It's going to be, it's going to be huge at getting some of these big guys, these big names, especially from those, uh, from those areas that aren't going to have any college football this fall. Uh, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what, how that impacts recruiting for sure. Yeah. And, and not even at the college level uh, you got to look at, I mean, there's a lot of high school teams across the country that aren't going to have a season. I'm pretty sure that Brock Bowers is not going to have a season. He's, I think they canceled all college, uh, excuse me, or high school football across the state of California, uh, which, I mean, obviously everybody knows. I mean, that's one of the biggest high school football uh, regions in, in the country. You know, I mean, obviously it's one of the most populous states. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that works out from all levels. Because, I mean, I – I'm, as far as I know right now, I think the GHSA is still planning on playing uh, high school football in the state of Georgia. But, uh, man, we, right now we just don't know how that's going to look two weeks from now, three weeks from now. But I think they're all a lot of them are in fall camp and, you know, trying to trying to do what they what they can to have a season this year. Speaking of which, uh, looks like in, in kind of across the country news, because that has been changing on a, a day-by-day basis, obviously, uh, yeah, no doubt. We've talked about uh, the Big Ten and Pac-12 have officially canceled fall sports, and I say that in quotations because now it's like they didn't tell any of those colleges that they were planning on canceling because now they're all, they're all coming out individually saying that uh, that they do want to play, and especially like Ohio State and um, Justin Fields. Uh, that's kind of a LOL situation. Where, um, uh, which I'm enjoying, Gosh. I'm enjoying quite thoroughly, uh, but they have said just no. We're gonna try to try to shoot for something in the spring, but I, it's gonna be interesting to see what that what that looks like on their end. But I mean, they pretty much just come out and said it, and we're <laughs> other conferences are just like because everybody said once one of them does it, they're all gonna do it. Yeah, and right. I. And, and and I I understood that to a degree, but I was like, 
that's a lot. That's a lot of because <laughs> yeah. we really we really don't. <laughs> not, not many times has the Pac-12 impacted any decision that the SEC has ever made about anything. Right. right. He's so, and 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 also speaking of fields though, you know, obviously they they said hey we're going to cancel all fall fall sports seasons and then also uh, try for the uh, try, try for the spring uh, and then Fields has a petition going to try to force them to have a season and I think it has like 250,000 signatures on it have you seen that I saw that I saw it a lot I didn't know it had that many yeah I mean I'm not sure it's exactly that much amount I mean at last time I saw it, it was like 239 and that was this afternoon so I, I would I would imagine that thing is just getting garnering more and more support. Um, it's going to be really interesting, man. Those are the two. So I mean, I, I I know a lot of people have noticed this, but those are the two conferences where they've had they had excuse me the Big Ten and the Pac Big Ten and the Pac twelve both had a group of players come in and try to uh, demand something or ha- have a list of demands from their conference, their uh, respective conference, and. Um, I have a feeling the the politic and and the money had a lot more to do it to do with it uh, than a lot of people would uh, care to, uh, you know, explain out. But it's just uh, it's been one of those situations where I, I think there's just a big disconnect between the people that are making the decisions and and the players. And I think a lot of these players also just want to play football. They don't care anything about like I mean a lot of them just want to either have fun have fun with their friends and have a good you know senior season. I mean how about these how about these kids that don't one, they're only going to be around for another year, and maybe even don't even have an NFL, you know, future in the NFL. Um, and they just want to play football. I mean, what about those kids? So I don't know. It's just it is sad to see. Um, but yeah, the the Justin Fields situation is like, man, how how about whenever whenever they decided to cancel fall sports? <laughs> I mean, all the speculation about the Justin Fields was through the roof. Everybody's <laughs> like, yep, coming back to Georgia. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, and and, and I'm not going to sit here and get on, like, and get on a high horse of what's the right way to do it or anything like that, because there's no, there's no way that you can say what the right way is to do anything right now. I mean, nobody knows how to approach this, but obviously I'd rather want to have football and, (laughs) and, and most people would. So that's just, that's just, that's my, my opinion here. It's like, I'm not going to say you should do it this way you should do it you shouldn't do it another way um but i'm just very happy that we've at least made it this far because i think because i think too if you think about it from a for from that whole petition it's like even if we even if that petition does go through so say say for some reason that justin fields has 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 moved the mountains and and valleys to make this season happen for big 10 pac 12 um they have to like the SEC has been making arrangements for months now, yep. and they've pretty much Pac-12, Big Ten have pretty much or would be starting from ground zero at this point. So the months of preparation that we've done on our side, yeah. they're going to have to try to do in just a couple months. So so whether or not whatever happens on their side, there's still going to be an extended period of time where there might just be just SEC and ACC football because who knows when they'll actually be able to get started. Well, they shot themselves in the foot more than once. The first being that they decided that they were going to have, try to schedule the season out at the beginning of September, basically start on the same weekend that it was already planned on, which 
you know, I think I don't know if the I don't know what the Pac-12 decided to do. They're pretty much irrelevant, but you know, the, I don't. I mean, the ACC and the SEC were like, well, let's let's go shoot for the end of September, which gave them more room to make a right decision or make what they thought was an appropriate decision. And basically, once the Big Ten made that decision, that basically said, okay, beginning of August, it's a yes or no, and then they got into uh, crunch time. And now you're exactly what you're saying. If they're going to start. If they're going to actually have, if they ended up having a season, right, and they wanted to start at the same time as us, which I think they would want to, I mean, you can't like start a month later and expect for the other teams that are contending for, you know, I guess a a COVID championship, you know, you can't have them just sitting around for a month while Big Ten wraps everything up, you know. So they would have to need to be having fall camp right now. And so, I mean, unless unless that petition pushes something forward, as in, uh, like maybe midweek this week, they're they're out, and 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 I mean spring football is not going to happen. You think that I mean there's no way in hell they're going to have two football seasons because you're not going to move. I mean football will always be played in the fall. You can't just say oh you know we're going to be a spring team now. No, it's going to be played in the fall, and you can't have two seasons in one year, one calendar year. I mean that's just not going to happen. So, like you said, they shot themselves in the foot. And, uh, and I'm liking our chances a whole lot better. So, um, let's see. So, like I say, we're, all the conferences have gone to interconference play. So, everything is uh, – or interconference play, whatever you want to say that. Uh, so, all SEC games, all ACC games, all uh, – and I guess, has the Big 12 said anything yet? Or are they just still yeah, – They have a schedule. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they have a schedule. It, and it's all uh, – it's all within the Big 12. Gotcha. I, I, I think it is. I mean, the ACC is doing a plus one, right? A, a conference plus one? Yeah, for Notre Dame. I kind of forgot. Uh, well, no, they added Notre Dame, but I think they're actually still keeping some smaller schools. And I'm pretty sure I saw the other day, and I don't know what the hell the Sun Belt is doing, but I'm pretty sure that Georgia Southern is just, like, going to go play a game against Army in November. Like, no matter uh-huh. what. <laughs> <laughs> and Army's independent, so I guess they can do stuff like that. But I don't, I don't know how that <laughs> works. Hey, but uh, more power to them. Yeah, I um, I, I saw something about that like on on Instagram, and I was like, wait, is that real? But uh, I, I'm not I'm not positive, so don't completely quote me on that. But uh, it's it's gonna be really interesting how. I mean, man, uh, these small schools. There's a lot of them. Their programs aren't gonna be able to sustain this. You know, they're gonna. I mean, there's a lot of them that are just going to pretty much die because, I mean, unless they can go play, you know, UGA and be, you know, have UGA be a, a 48 point favorite on them and, and give them a million dollars to get their ass whooped, uh, they ain't going to last. I mean, a lot of those entire athletic departments depend on that money coming in, not just not just to be used for football. So, I'm worried about some of these smaller schools. Obviously. You know, if we have the SEC and ACC and Big 12 have a season, if we get through this full season and, like, no 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 real harm comes from it, you know, they handle it very well, man, don't you know that the Big 10 and the Pac-12 are going to be crucified? Which I'm, t- I'm all for. Like, you know, if we made the right decision, <laughs> like, yeah, they deserve to get a bunch of uh, grief for it. Well, they, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight that at all. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy watching Dang. that happen. 
<laughs> ain't going to lose no sleep over that, no doubt. Uh, uh, let's see. Go I'm ahead. trying to find the ACC schedule. I, I, yeah, they. I'm pretty sure they did a. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, they kept some of these smaller schools. Like, uh, let's see. Clemson is going to play. Well, Clemson doesn't have one, but Boston College is going to play uh, Ohio University the first game of the season. And Western Kentucky's on here. UAB. So they've got. They kept some of those smaller schools, and uh, I guess they're doing. But Clemson. Uh, I'm looking at their schedule. Man, they don't play nobody. They play Notre Dame at Notre Dame, and that's by far their hardest game. Then they play Virginia Tech. Uh, other than that, man, I you know <laughs> should breeze through that dang schedule. Let's see, yeah, because as we're as we're about to talk about, uh, th- some of these SEC schedules are rough. <laughs> this is, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is wild. So uh, we'll, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that here in a second. But uh, you put this, uh, you put this uh, pretty note here in, in our uh, other college football news that uh, old Cade Mays uh, <laughs> sucks to suck, dude. <laughs> not getting to, uh, not going to be able to play in this all SEC uh, schedule here this season. So um, apparently, his father losing a pinky finger was not enough trauma uh, to him emotionally or, or spiritually yeah. to to be able to get to play football this year. So, I saw uh, uh, I saw a comment on one of the online threads that said, uh, "Man, it looks like the NCAA gave them the finger." <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I was like, I chuckled a little bit of that. <laughs> dad, dad joke of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. It was a definitely a, a Georgia football dad joke, no doubt about it. But uh, but anyway, we had to make sure we we threw that threw that in before we uh, we got to the big stuff. But uh, but now let's let's talk dogs. The rest of the rest of the day's talking, talk talking dogs ball. So, uh, had a Kirby uh, press conference here yesterday, uh, a Zoom press conference, and I was telling you beforehand, they did all the the reporters and journalists and stuff were were on Zoom and uh, in the in the feed you could see the reporters. They had all their cameras on, and of course they still had all the your own mute, your own your turn your mute turn your mute off turn your and then they all talk all over each other and stuff like that um just funny stuff chuck chuck dowdle didn't have his uh his camera on so his was just a one of the generic little outline of a human um but everybody else was either uh yeah yeah sitting (laughs) they were either sitting on their couch with their laptop propped up on their chest and they just like double double chin (laughs) and real hard uh and I'm just like, dude, act like you've been to town before. Like, there's going to be people watching this. But anyway, I guess they don't have to deal with that much. But anyway, it was good to see Kirby. Uh, thought he did a great job at the press conference handling some some tough questions. And um, it was good to to see him uh, just just back in that mode. And but uh, he did he did release some 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 good info and, and kind of getting everybody up to speed because we hadn't heard anything in a while. It's been it's been crickets. Yeah, it's been crickets. I think they've been having you know to hold everything close to the vest because um, one, you don't want any news to be you know misconstrued for something that it's not. Uh, and you know you could have a guy who's sitting out, and if somebody catches wind of it, they're gonna say, oh well, he's got COVID, or like he he hasn't been around the team. But, oh, I bet he's got COVID. And it's, I mean, we've seen uh, with with some of these people, there's people that are attacking others because. You know whether they either have it or they think they're being careless with it and everything like that. And it's 
it's been a, kind of been a shame to see, you know, how, I mean, people have just been going at each other about it. And especially within the sports world, um, man, it's, it's, you know, this is basically Kirby's, I think Kirby's philosophy is we're going to keep everything in-house. And if there's something that needs to be told, he'll say it. Otherwise, you're not going to know a damn thing. Um, we haven't heard anything about numbers. I mean, if there was any, I mean, have you seen anything about, uh, you know, any po- positive or false positives or anything? No, we haven't. We haven't been releasing anything like that. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it's been released, and I th- don't think it's going to be released. But they're doing a. What do they talk about? They're gonna. I think the SEC is going to do a third party testing service. Is that right? Is that what Kirby was talking about? That's, the, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I mean, obviously that's that's necessary. Um, and I think that's going to be a service that's provided by <clears throat> by the SEC itself. Uh, and, you know, something that's interesting, I know we uh, have talked about it a little bit, but basically, uh, you know, there's been a, a COVID committee, you know, for the SEC who's been, you know, they're essentially, at the end of the day, obviously they're consulting a lot of other experts and everything, but they're, they're the ones that say, you know, whether or not, hey, let's either go forward. They don't say, hey, we're definitely going to have a season, but they say either move forward or don't. And Ron Corson, our uh, director of sports medicine at, at University of Georgia, who's uh, like nationally very well known and also very well respected, he's he kind of is heading he's heading up that committee. And so you know he's a guy that I mean he I I trust and I know Kirby does and I know uh, you know everybody at the University of Georgia and the athletic department trusts him to make a right decision. And I mean I. I fully expect, you know, if, if he didn't feel comfortable saying, hey, let's move forward, he wouldn't have said it. So, anyway, I just I forgot to mention that earlier, and I know we're going to get into to the schedule. I know everybody that's listening to this is like, why have they not got a schedule yet? Um, but we do have a little bit more dog news. They did start fall camp today. Yes. I don't know. Has, has there been anything from that? <laughs> I guess they got a couple, a couple of hype Instagram videos of guys jumping around and stuff, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some pictures of uh, what did I saw? I saw some pictures of Kirby was wearing his. Uh, he didn't have like the the strap on mask. He had the the gator, you know. Uh-huh. Um, they got to rename that, so we can't say that Kirby's yeah. got a gator on his neck. Exactly, exactly. We gotta we gotta figure out a different name for that. But he he's got that mask that you can pull up from your neck. Um, and you know, I I, <laughs> I kept on trying to imagine him. Because I haven't seen the videos of him doing that. just absolutely ripping into somebody and still I, I can't imagine he keeps that thing on, but I guess he has to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like the message is still going to be conveyed, whether that is uh, on or off. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and I'm and not and real worried about it. <laughs> yeah, and to be to be honest with you, I uh, I don't think it really with Kirby. It probably doesn't really contain much. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say that's not gonna that's not gonna stop anything. No. If anything, um, it's more terrifying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can't see. I mean, with a guy like him who has a lot of fa- different facial expressions, and you pretty much know if you screw the pooch yeah. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, yeah there's, no, there's, so, no, there's no room to uh, misunderstand the message. No doubt, no doubt. Um, also, we found out pretty recently that Keely Ringo had to have shoulder surgery to repair a torn labrum. Uh, I think that time frame is... Probably kind of punted down the season a little bit. He's uh, it might be two, maybe three months before he's back. So we uh, we wish him the best. And sucks that like you know this is gonna be this is gonna be like a big time for him right now in the fall camp and like very 
you know, expected to come in and, and contribute to the defense uh, pretty much immediately and uh, unfortunately won't be uh, have a chance to do so, at least not until later in the season. But, um, you know, let's hope we get to the later in the season. So um, what else we got, Chance? It's like Jamie Newman had a foot sprain, uh, mid-foot sprain, but is already back practicing. Uh, kind of a little – Kirby just mentioned it was a blip, but he said he's full – he, he's full blast, so uh, nothing – shouldn't be anything to worry about there. Uh, I think he – Jamie had missed a good bit of – Kirby said that he had missed a, a good bit of the kind of the, the walkthroughs or whatever that they had did kind of halfway through the season or during yeah. the summer, but still had uh, – he, he said he had plenty of time to get in the playbook, and, and he said he was still obviously still working. So not really concerned about that. We're, we're not worried so much about his technique. It's more about him learning the system and, and – so that's where you that's where you want him anyway. If you had to put if you had to put him somewhere, um, right? Because uh, that's that's where we need we need him at his at his best. Uh, and then JT. Well, Dan- thankfully he's back. This is I mean this is obviously the more more important time to have him. Oh but, yeah. I mean at the, at the very least I mean I think he came in in good shape. So I don't know if he's you know physically probably didn't miss a whole lot, but um, came in in good shape. But then. Now getting these reps, being able to be around all the guys, but I think he was able to do some mental stuff—not mental stuff, but like prep. You know, yeah, the, the mental side of the game, you know, preparation and everything like that, learning the playbook while he was, you know, not able to to go through the, the workouts and whatnot. So, at least at least we got him for the full camp. At least you know he's uh, apparently full go right now. Like you said, we got him where it counts. Uh, JT Daniels not cleared yet to uh, to to be a hundred percent. So. Still, I'm still waiting on that. I can't remember if he really gave a timeline on him. Um, obviously, it's still a little iffy, but uh, but we've still got. I guess we've got what a month and a half before we before we get we get going. Um, so, still opportunity for a quarterback battle there. I mean, there, there's that's definitely going to be the the talk of the town uh, once that's once he's cleared to go, and uh, a lot of conversation about just how good JT Daniels is. So I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be super interesting to see how that uh how that happens when he gets rolling. So I think it's gonna be really good for both of them. I mean, especially since both of them are you know, one of them JT's coming off of a obviously a much bigger injury, but you know, both of them kinda rehabbing a little bit and get trying to get reps. I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see here in the next couple of weeks, you know, uh what 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 we hear from practice. I mean I think Number one thing is he's they got to both have some good chemistry with the receivers and uh, Jamie Newman's going to have a, a leg up on JT you know uh, in that department so it'll be good for him. Um, another big piece on our offense uh, you know coming in this year, Broderick Jones. We talked about last time that he had had a little injury <laughs> on some sort of moped or <laughs> something like that. Was riding something, uh, mess up his his ankle or his foot or something like that. Apparently he's back and he's fine. He's, he's, I don't know if he's completely hundred percent, but he's back, excuse me, and taking reps. And then good, some other good news that we found out recently, Dominic Blaylock is, well, somebody had said that he was back and like full go and, uh, you know, completely cleared and everything like that. And then I think, was it in the presser yesterday that Kirby was like, that's not true. Yeah. He, he said that he's not, uh, completely, completely back, back yet, but is, progressing very well i mean it was, was pretty much the, the the what he was what he was saying obviously kept it pretty vague but he's headed the right direction which Man, is great we gotta, i, I want to have him back i mean i mean for for his sake and obviously for the team's sake but man he just was such a 
resilient player last year, but also just consistent. I mean, the guy, I mean, him and obviously, obviously Pickens, they didn't <laughs> drop balls, man. They If it was anywhere near them, they caught the ball. They were automatic, man. Let's see. Uh, some more good news before we get to the, to the uh, SEC schedule. Uh, apparently nobody's approached Kirby about, about opting out, which is a really good sign about where this team is and the senior leadership or at least the upperclassmen uh, leadership, you know, on this team. And I, I'm excited about, you know, a team that's going to be dedicated to, hey, man, this is our mission. You got guys like Malik Caring, You got Richard LeCount. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what those guys, uh, you know, are going to be able to bring to the table as far as, hey, look, listen, if you, you know, if you're on this team, you're going to think like us, you're going to be like us, we're going to dominate, and this is going to be our mantra for the, for the year, you know. So, anyway, I'm, I'm excited about, I'm excited about what that does for our team, motivating uh, motivating us through fall camp and then also coming in the season. Well, and you have to you have to think about. And he mentioned he kind of mentioned this in the press conference, and I hadn't really thought about it. But I mean, I guess I thought about it a little bit. But he's talking about how we had to engage the players and talk to them, and it's like usually you had a team meeting. Everybody came into the the meeting room, and everybody was there. And he he mentioned it. And I guess I hadn't, like I said, hadn't thought about it. But the only way they can have a full team meeting all in the same room is they have to go to the Coliseum <laughs> and spread. Out. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He was like, that was the only way. He's like, we got to go to the Coliseum and spread out, and go to Stegman and, and spread out. And I was like, God, I hadn't really thought about that. But yeah, that's about the only way you could distance and everybody be in the same room. But uh, obviously, they're having team meetings and stuff like that, and. Um, it really is going to be it it's going to be so interesting to see how the teams how different teams respond to this especially in the first couple of weeks of the season how yeah. have they prepared what was their how, how what was their approach how did they how did they go about getting their their team's mindset ready and and, and to me I think Kirby is the guy to do that I mean I, I feel I feel I feel confident about it I think we're going to be at a level just like anybody else at the at the top when it comes to being prepared mentally and doing things the right way, uh, taking care of our guys because Kirby's not going to risk something. Go, he's not going to take any shortcuts when it comes to the safety yeah. because he's not want anybody um, anybody dealing with uh, with getting sick or, or spreading that around. So I I, I feel good about it. I, I feel Ooh. good from that standpoint. As about as good as you can be. Yeah. I'm I, I'm just glad I'm not the one that's trying to figure all this stuff out because especially with kids coming back like regular students coming back and I mean you've seen over the last uh, few days I mean we've had I've seen videos and pictures I mean kids are going to be kids I mean these are college students they're they want to get together and party I mean it's and uh, kind of pretty much you can't you can't stop it I mean and we've seen. Obviously, from you know the downtown areas, got a uh, earlier uh, last call on bars and or for alcohol period it, that applies to restaurants too. But uh, there was some back and forth there too, and it's trying to figure out how this is all going to work out because they I mean these kids just they can't not go to class, you know. And I'm sure that there's some ways that they are able to, you know, I don't know, sit in the back of the class and isolate or whatever. I mean, I don't know if I ever saw an athlete that sat anywhere near the, the front part of the class and whenever I was there. But, I mean, yeah, they're going to have to just stay away as much as possible. Don't touch the door handle, you know. Wear a mask. Wear gloves. Wear five pairs of gloves. I don't care, you know. I mean, you might walk around there and look like an idiot, but at least you'll stay safe. But, um, 
no, it's with the returning of the general student body, it's going to be really interesting uh, to see how that all plays out. And I don't know if you saw this, but earlier today, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill decided to go full online class, and that's not a good sign. Uh, but apparently they didn't do required testing. Did you see that? They didn't do testing for students coming back. So Jeez. sounds like they really just dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's mm, bless them. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I, I don't even. I mean, how do you not? I mean, I don't. I thought that was like pretty much across the board. Somebody I saw somebody made a comment. It's like even Bama was requiring testing, <laughs> and half that state probably doesn't even believe in COVID. Jesus, that's uh, wild. That is wild. So, oh, and in the midst of all this craziness, um, last bit of news, we are not going to be playing tech this year. And I guess just in all the commotion, that's just kind of, um, that's just a crazy thought. Just a really crazy thought. And you put up here since 1924, which was almost 100 years ago, which is yeah. wild. Yeah, the... Uh... I did the math. It is. It was ninety six years ago. <laughs> oh wow! We got a number numbers uh, cruncher. <laughs> basically, just take nineteen twenty four and minus four years. Big, big math guy. Um, but yeah, the uh, it's uh, it's gonna be. You know, it's just weird. I mean, we're gonna end the season playing freaking. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Sorry, I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, not that anybody anybody that's listening to this, and, and obviously it'll be the day after the schedule release, but still, we're going to make it seem like we're, we're releasing the schedule, okay? Chance, do we want to go ahead and hop, in, hop into it? Let's do, let's do this thing. All right, so... What do you want to... You want to run through it? Let's uh, Yeah, let's go through it real quick. And um, So first, which was weird because they released the first week of games before they released the rest of them early. So I don't know what the deal was with that. But anyway, so first game of the week, we are going to be uh, – our first game of the season, we're going to be playing at Arkansas on September 26th. Um, we just want to run through this whole thing real quick and then uh, break it down, or what you want to do? Yeah, yeah, you, I'll let you go ahead and just announce all the games. October 3rd, Auburn at home. Uh, October 10th, Tennessee at home. October 17th at uh, – Bama, October 24th, at Kentucky, off week, and then a quote-unquote home game in Jacksonville against Florida on the 7th of November. Mizzou away, Mississippi State at home, Carolina away, and then Vandy away or at home on December 5th. So just gut thoughts on – the, just immediate reaction to the to the season. So we got I've got three immediate thoughts. One October's like for for, for football fans is going to be awesome. For dog fans like that's a brutal stretch. Auburn, Tennessee, and Alabama. Given two of those are home, a home advantage, home field advantage doesn't really matter though. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we're going to have any fans. But if if we did what uh, Greg Sankey has initially said and just have uh, mi- maximum of 20,000 fans, then even then it's like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. It's like you're playing at, heck, it's like you're playing at Lowndes High School. Yeah, <laughs> basically. The, o- the only thing it doesn't play on is, is travel. That's the one thing that you, you have to take yeah. into But, I mean, that's just that's just in general. That's that's pretty standard. So, yeah. um, what else? Yeah. What are your other thoughts? 
so, uh, another thought was so uh, actually my brother pointed this out we only we're the only team that has less than five home games yep so we have and, and obviously that has to do with just the way that the east is shaken out as far as you know where where we were who we were going to play at uh, and who was coming to play us and and Sanford but uh and then obviously the Jacksonville game kind of screwed us over but yeah uh it worked out in Florida's favor they still have five home games but they you know the technically the Jacksonville game as well so ah man that's just I hate that I hate that we're like ended up being the the one team that is kind of ridiculous to me. But um, and then lastly, in the season with a dull game against Vanderbilt kind of sucks. I mean, I I know Georgia Tech is usually kind of like a a yawner, but at least it's Georgia Tech. At least it's somewhat of a of, of a uh, rivalry. But playing Vandy at the end of the year just kind of just eh, it's just not fun. No, absolutely. What not. are your thoughts? Well, uh, the the first thought was very much the the, the travel, uh, just being on the road so much during the season and, and pretty kind of off and on uh, deal there. We've only got two games at home in a row. Um, but then my second thought was just looking at this. If you go to the SEC, has put it on Twitter and they put it on Instagram, you can see kind of the whole conference schedule all in one look. This is wild, man. This is just a wild, it's <laughs> just a wild thing to look at. I mean, we're talking about like you talked about how at Clemson they've got just cupcakes across the board, and I'm like, man, we've uh, we got a hell of a schedule, and we've honestly on the and relatively speaking, we got it pretty good compared to <laughs> compared yeah. to some of these folks. I mean, look, like freaking Missouri, uh, that just blows sucks for them but like i say otherwise for us i feel like we, we're doing okay i mean for our schedule we're, we're in a good place now we don't have bama second game of the season that's a huge deal um I, I think going into that game but we do have freaking auburn um so having them at home i think helps like i said not a huge advantage but it is an advantage um having time to prep for them but man that october stretch is is rough um I mean, we're really, and even when when it comes to, I mean, it always happens this way every year, but the East is going to be determined in Jacksonville uh, because Florida, they got a hell of a stretch. I mean, they got, I mean, not as near as bad as ours, but they get you got A&M and LSU back-to-back. Um, Ole Miss, Carolina, A&M, and LSU, that can, that can always play tricks on you. So, and really, I mean, Jacksonville's pretty much, like I say, she's going to determine it again. So, Well, they don't uh, – Florida didn't have to play either Auburn or, or Alabama. That's the big thing. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I'd – like, coming into this this season, I'd much rather play – I mean, Texas A&M, I, they may be third best in, that, in the uh, West Division. Uh, but LSU, man, they've just lost so much talent. It's going to be hard for me to think that they're going to be – uh, you know, a, a real contender on that side of the, the SEC. But they, I mean, obviously, Coach O, you know, rec- recruits really well, but they just had another player today decide, uh, another a senior cornerback decide that he was going to opt out of the season. So, uh, man, it's just, Florida Florida doesn't have, I mean, looking at their schedule across the board, I mean, I, there's not just not that many bad games. They play, they play Tennessee to the end of the season. Uh, the 
the team that got screwed was Arkansas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Arkansas's schedule, they play all the teams in the West, and then they got Georgia and Tennessee out of the East and uh, and Missouri. And then who else? Is that is that it? They got Florida. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, and Missouri. Gosh. Those are probably the four top teams in the East, I would say. Either way, it uh, it, it sucks for them. Um, but you can tell too. There's a little bit of a trend here on a lot of the the big names in the in the conference or in the conference. Uh, they all got either the kind of the weaker teams or, or the new coach teams. Uh, mm-hmm. All all in that first week. Yep. So yep. Um, they 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 kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah, we um, uh, who somebody sent that out over the group me and they were like, yeah, at least at least everybody's starting off with a with a cupcake. And I was like, well, the top half of the of the SEC is starting off with a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> You're not looking at the cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Sorry. not not a, not a, I guess maybe not a cupcake, but like a you know a pretty good tune up game or whatever. So. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, but you're right though. This is like, I mean, it's awesome to look at this because you almost wish that we could just do this every year. But obviously, I mean, it's a daunting schedule. But if we did this plus, you know, one not uh, like FCS team or one like lower lower tier team, and then one you know out of conference opponent, you know, within one of the Power Five conferences, man, I mean, that'd be that'd be fun. But yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's gonna be interesting to see. Well, I mean, I mean, look at us going through this October schedule. If we come out of that relatively unscathed, that's going to be a win. <laughs> so oh I'm, God, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm most concerned about. Is well, obviously, I'm most concerned about how the Corona is going to affect everything. But secondly, I mean, how is this going to affect our player health, like you know, physically, you know, injury wise? So it's going to be interesting from, to see from from a football perspective. If you come out of there four and one, out of before the bye, if you come out of there four and one, like I, I feel great. Yeah, I feel really good about that. Um, oh my God! If we came another four and one, I'd be. I would just that would be incredible. Um, because, and really, kind of like you're talking about with Florida, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to pretty much be in that place um, to to be able to get to the end of the season and, and win the East because that's gonna be that's gonna be rough, man. If we drop two from there, it, it's tough to. I mean, there, there's still a way there, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see. And that's the thing too is you just. You don't know what teams are going to look like. You mm-hmm. just have no idea what what's going to happen here. Yeah. Um, because at the same time, just as injuries are an unknown, COVID is an unknown. You, you don't know. You don't know anything going in into this year what it's going to look like. Right. Um, you don't know what team you're going to bring to the to the game. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's everything's a toss up. Um, but I, I like our. Uh, we're going to know what kind of team we are pretty much right off the bat. I like Arkansas as a first game. I think it's a good, like I say, travel game. Um, I feel I feel very confident about that, obviously. But uh, getting to go against Sam Pittman, obviously they're playing that storyline right there. That's what they're they're going for is yeah. Georgia coaching against uh, an old coach, a former coach. And um, that Auburn in October is just weird. That's just – that's throwing me for a loop uh, in a in a major way, but um, I am Some thankful these, it's at home. I mean, swap. I mean, it, it's it is. I'm glad that we at least end with a home game, 
But, I mean, it, I wish we could just swap, like, South Carolina and Auburn, just have Auburn in its, you know, close to its traditional spot. Because we're knocking out two of our most fun home games early in the season. Again, we don't know if that means anything for us fans. Uh, I can tell you one thing. You know, we we tailgate on private property, and I'm I'm planning on being there right now. Oh, and, God, you ain't kidding. And, and sucking down a rack of Miller Lights. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, that, the thing that sucks is we're not home for a month and a half. Yeah. In the middle of the season. Yeah. I mean, when you after after when we go to Bama, we start the freaking circuit, uh, and we're going to be on the road every, about every every weekend, um, except for the bye weekend. And that's dude, that's going to be rough. That's just going to be. You're talking about traveling, so we got to go. We got to travel. Fortunately, Alabama's not that far, but you got to travel to Kentucky. You get an off week. Jacksonville is not an easy trek from Athens. Then you got to go out to Missouri, and, and so you're talking about how far you have to go and. Like I say, that's just that's not ideal at all, and that that does scare me. Um, I do like having the off week before Jacksonville. That that's a big deal, um, but but that just being gone from like I say, we don't go, but we're not back in Athens. Like we go October tenth, we're not back in Athens till November twenty first. Right, right, and and that's just. That's rough. You know, that, it's that's awful. Something we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Georgia, Florida's moved back a week from its normal right. spot. So, you know, I don't know when the last time it wasn't on like the weekend of Halloween. I mean, I know it's not always exactly on Halloween like it would be this year, um, but man, I mean, but November first or second, something along those lines. Yeah, normally, yeah, normally within that that like five day span right there, you know, before and after uh, Halloween, it's um. It's gonna be weird not having that at the end of that year. I mean, end of that month. And I mean, don't know about you, but I mean, you know, we already were planning on going down to Jekyll and doing all that stuff. And it's just, uh, I don't know. It's gonna be really interesting to see how that affects one. I, I bet all these college students are still gonna go down to St. Simons and just like have a, have a time with it, and then nobody go to the game. So I mean, I don't know. It's. I mean, because you're not going to be able to. I I don't know what the scene's going to look like as far as them letting you tailgate anywhere, especially in a city like Jacksonville. I don't like it, dude. I don't like the uncertainty. I wish. <laughs> oh, oh, can't can't we just fast forward? Well, and that's that's the thing. We just each week this information is changing, and um, and and that's the thing. Like by the time we get this to you, which we're going to get it to you as fast as we can. If I mean, this could there could be new information and that's just it's a weird thought it's a it, you have to approach all this with trepidation and uh and just a little bit of a little bit of concern but either way i'm excited to see it uh and obviously as we digest this a little more we're kind of and we get a little closer hopefully we're gonna have some information and we can start uh breaking this down and look at some of these other matchups I, it's going to be interesting to see what the week by week what these matchups are and, and, and what the what the good ones will be and uh so I'm, it, it's just it's just nice to hope it is man <laughs> it's not had something i mean this is a year that <clears throat> i think a lot of point, people have pointed out that you gotta have something to look forward to right now and there's a lot of people i mean you know i guess on a, a serious note there's a lot of people that are struggling uh you know with with depression and and like mental issues and i mean it's it's legit problem and uh people aren't able to get out and do their daily routine and and you know have things that they look forward to for a long time and i mean football i mean the well-being 
of the South depends on football right now. <laughs> and so uh, it's going to be um, – yeah, I'm with you, man. Let's just – let's just as of right now, let's just appreciate the fact that we have some some teams and, a, and some dates uh, lined up right now. And, and we've got fall camp just started. And obviously we'll try to keep you all updated on everything. And probably do – you know, we'll do a season preview in, in two or three weeks and see if we can put some stuff together for you all. But it's uh, – you know, right now, just like you said, just uh, hanging on this glimmer of hope right now. But, like we said, we've uh, we got a hell of a schedule, especially that first half. But man, I'm excited. Uh, I'm 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 pumped up. Uh, this this is giving me some much needed juice uh, to to get through uh, to get through everything. But ready to go, ready to see what this uh, what this means for us, and um, it's. It's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> it is, man. It is. And I, this is going to be a year like unlike any other. And I, Man, don't you know that, I mean, <laughs> this would be the year that we just have run the gauntlet, win the SEC, go the natty, win the natty, and everybody's like, ah, well, the Big Ten didn't play. You know what the Big Ten hasn't done? Aside from Ohio State, uh, what have they, they've been to it two years, right, to the CFP, two mm-hmm. years. They're the only team in the Big Ten to ever go to it. Every other every other team has been from, uh, well, most of them have been from SEC and ACC and the Big Twelve. Again, well, the ACC, the only team has been Clemson, I think, as far as or maybe Florida State, but uh, actually, I don't think they have. But anyway, and Pac twelve had Washington that one year. Uh, I take that back. Michigan State, they, I think. Yeah, I think they did. They, did. they did. they got it. They got in there, but they got uh, they got they got oh, they got massacred. From Alabama, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like thirty-five to nothing, um, and they stopped playing at like halftime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was it was ugly, ugly, so, ugly. But anyway, it's uh, we, nobody was nobody will miss the Pac-12, the Big Ten. I mean, there were some big big matchups with the Big Ten this year, and obviously, all all the Georgia fans are you know we're gonna say, hey, how's Justin Fields gonna do this year? Uh, would be pretty awesome if we played them in in the Natty, but. Uh, I guess we won't have a chance to see that, and as of right now, uh, doesn't look like that. Still, doesn't look like they're going to have a season. So, I'm just glad the SEC decided, hey, screw y'all, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going to do this like, thing. I think I think we're going to. So it's kind of like you guys just go ahead and do what you were going to do, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to we're we're going to stay on. We're going to stay over here and and, and do our own thing because, uh, man, I, I I just can't imagine what would happen if that news was released that the SEC was just like, yep, no football. That would have been uh, – uh, My head was getting been... ready to explode is what it <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. I mean, we had our, our our D-Day the other day. <laughs> I mean, it was literally like we were all just like, okay, is this thing going to unravel in front of our faces? And if so, prepare the bourbon because I'm going to be drinking for the rest of the day, you know, kind of thing. And uh, – Man, I mean, I just was so excited to see some leadership from the SEC and the ACC. And then the kicker was, it, I think if we didn't get the Big 12 on, there was a chance that it, it might not happen. But you have three out of the five power conferences in the country, and all of a sudden you're like, well, I guess the South's going to play football, and you're just going to twiddle your thumbs. I saw somebody <laughs> say they were going to watch reruns on TBS or something like that. Or, <laughs> uh, Man, it's just, uh, yeah, pumped, man. I'm pumped. Well, uh, everybody take some time, digest this. Uh, either way, I'm going to be up in Athens, and we're going to 
we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, do some dog stuff uh, at some point this fall. <laughs> we'll, we'll have some version of tailgating. I don't care if we have to hide in in my basement or something like that. Like, <laughs> and my basement's not like a basement; it's uh, it's a crawl space. So <laughs> we'll just be down whatever there. it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> just sipping our beers. Uh, but well, anyway, uh, this was good, man. I enjoyed this. Yeah, this was, we just, uh, we needed this. And we hope y'all did too. Uh, so you guys will be hearing from us soon, uh, hopefully with more joyous news that the schedule still hasn't been changed and everything's going according to plan. And we're going to kick a football on uh, September 26th. So, oh, what a feeling. What a feeling. What a time to be alive, let me tell you. What a so, time to uh, be alive. What a time to be a dog fan. And let's, hey. uh, man, let's just right now, let's look forward to it. And then we'll, uh, maybe we'll go into. Fateville and kick some ass and then uh, get ready for the Tigers the next week because that's uh, that's the plan. There we go, man. All right, let's wrap her up. Ah, right, boy. Go dogs. Dogs on top. Oh.